RadioInfluence.com. I am literally drinking wine in a plastic cup because of this, because of this is how you make me feel on the regular. When I think they're going to come in here and be ready for a nice episode of the DJ Eakin podcast, and of course, I don't know. I don't know which Britney's going to arrive. I just don't know which which Britney are you today. Just give me some. I want to know why are you drinking wine in a uh, plastic cup? First of all, so it's not even about me right now. I'm concerned about you. In the words of Pastor Plas. I'm from the hood, though. I mean the hood, though. I mean really, really, really from the hood, though. though. No, no, absolutely not. You are too grown to be putting wine in a plastic. And it's orange. It's not even a cute color. And it's a Bush Gardens cup. Props. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I I get that. (laughs) But no, but what is your problem? What is it? Is it a cap? It's not even a Bush Gardens cup. Pinot Noir. It's a what? Savion. How about I do not know that much about wine? I would like to learn, though. Brittany, can we get the show started? Because here we are again, yet again, with your unfocused things running over to my side of things. And the show is completely unfocused. Good morning. Brittany, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. That's first off. Well, I'm waking up right now. So. Wow. Hello. Okay. Well, 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 here, here we go. Um, first of all, let, let's welcome the entire family to the another edition of the DJ Aiken podcast. Um, shout out to the the lovely, aka Hey Beautiful, Brittany Gonzalez. <laughs> you see this B on my on my wrist? It is for beautiful. Is that is that a gift from the other half? Oh no, this is from my grandma. Oh. But <laughs> but I, I, um, I, 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 I didn't know. Look, hey, look. Man, I, I just want you to be happy. I'm, I am happy. Mind You're your happy. business. No, I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, I'm good, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to speak to you. Okay, I lied about that. <laughs> what? I'm just happy. But you're not happy to speak to me. I mean, I just feel like... I feel like right now, I feel like right now, I really feel like right now, even though I'm the one drinking wine, I feel like you might have smoked something before we started this <laughs> I, I just feel that, like that right now. Am I correct? You are incorrect, actually. What's the on, earliest you've ever smoked? On the record. I mean, on the Brittany, record. If, you, if you did smoke, though, what's the earliest you've ever smoked? The earliest? In yeah, the morning? The yeah, like in the morning. And let's not talk about late at night after, like, the club, because that, that wouldn't count. But I mean, like, waking up, what's the earliest that you've ever said? You know what? I'm just going to light one right now. That would have to be at, uh, well, okay, I would say before 9 a.m., it's probably the earliest because I don't wake up early. Okay. Not not on the weekdays. I mean, not on the weekends. So is it often? So, is it often that as a smoker, you smoke before breakfast, or you at least have breakfast first? Oh, with it? No, before. Before you gotta calm down. That it calms you down so that you can go cook. You I know? was gonna say, Brittany, that's a little that's a little much to be smoking. That is with much. Your it's not. It's not. I just meant like it's so close to each other that you just wake up and you you know you need a vibe and just chill. You need to chill out. I wish I smoked weed. It, it really is helpful when you need it medically, you know? Oh. It is very helpful. I got to get paranoid. <laughs> I kind of get paranoid. That's why I don't smoke, because I get paranoid. I start staring at all kinds of shit. I don't... I don't <laughs> that's why quiet. I don't... That is literally why I don't smoke. Like, literally, I get quiet. I, I feel like... I don't know what the feeling is. It's just I don't really like it, so that's why I don't smoke. No, I mean, you know what? It doesn't work for everyone, but let me tell you, it, it for some people, it is it is the um, difference between a good life and a very tortured one. So are you saying I have a tortured life? Is that what you're saying to me? 
No, it doesn't work for you. You say you don't like it. No, when you, when it's good for you, you like it. Trust me. Okay. You don't you don't go away from it. Okay, I'm, I, I'm not, I wasn't sure. And you don't need it. Do you have right. a lot of sadness in you? You don't need it. No, I, I think I did a couple of years back, but I think like I honestly had to say from last week's show, I think the therapist really worked well for me. Like I'm I'm the first I'm the very first black man to say, man, I ain't seeing no stupid therapist. And y'all need to stop copping out talking about y'all got mental mental health issues. Y'all just foul. And then <laughs> I sat and then I actually sat down and talked to a therapist. And I ain't gonna lie to you. I feel a whole lot better. Like like, you know, what's really crazy. About and and this is off before we're not even where I plan to go today with the show, but it's okay. you know you know one of the things that the therapist did for me too, it made me really feel different about anybody that's ever been an ex. What do you mean? Like I really once I talked. Oh, to the you found forgiveness? Did you find forgiveness to let I it go? I ain't forgiving none of them winches. We ain't doing that. No, no. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no Listen, <laughs> I, I um, forever. No, I I just I just really I felt like. I owned my my mistakes more after I talked to the therapist. And mm-hmm. then I just I started to see things where you'd be like, dang, you could have probably handled this a little different or even they could have handled it. But it wasn't with an anger thing it was more like. Won't do that again. Can't you know, I don't I won't do certain things again or and or one of the biggest things, too, is I don't want to get into nothing else before I'm ready. I think I had a problem with that. Like I would just meet somebody and I wouldn't exactly be in something with them. I just would be wound up spending time with them. And it wasn't exactly like I was in something, but I probably shouldn't let people be that close to me if I wasn't ready to really ready to be in something. Well, I guess you're right. But I mean, is it, I just feel like why do people want to just jump into something, date around, have fun, just be upfront. Like, look, I'm just, I'm right now just kind of floating around. You don't got to be a hoe about it. I was going to say, so you hoeing? Is that what you do? No, you-, you don't got to be a hoe about it. But I'm just saying, I think it's so good to try different, um, you know, little different little um, dishes. Okay, let me ask you something while we're here. Because mm-hmm. when you in that phase, it sounds like you right on the line of, Whole status, and that's male or female, right? <laughs> no. So, so wait. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you before. Don't, 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 don't mess with thought. Okay. About it. I gotta give you the whole thought. Because I feel like you could be right on the edge of whole status in this little period that you're going through, right? So, what's the amount of bodies that you could catch that you wouldn't be considered a hoe? Because you know, in that phase, right? Say you in that phase, and you in that phase for like three, four months, where you trying to, you know, like you said, you're not really getting into nothing serious. You just right here and there. Are you allowed to catch a body per month or? Oh Two my bodies God, per no. month, three bodies per month. No. I mean, what, what's, I don't know. I mean, if you're going out with people, you might have needs. I don't know. I mean, are um, you allowed to catch a body? Okay, here's what I think, because that's not what I meant by that. If that's what it so that's, sounded that's like. That's what I'm asking for clarity. That's what I'm asking <laughs> right. for clarity. That's not what I was thinking. My thing is like, no, date around, but be in, in date around as in like go on dates, talk to, you know, your, the guy, like go, go places with them, but you don't have to give it up. But I mean, you know, I would say you, you should be able to date like three to four guys at one time in the beginning, you know, getting to know them, which one you, and then you pick the one you really like and you go and you bang them. Okay. But do you show any kind of affection? Do you sh- like, like, okay. You out with that person, right? Do you hold a hand? Do you give a good night kiss? I don't look, Brittany. I, I'm, I'm, I'm asking because you know you what, you, what you said you, earlier. Okay, you it's totally okay for you to make out with people in that in that stage when you're like, hey, I'm floating around. You can make out with anybody. Yeah. Is it? But it's, you don't think kiss, kissing is kind of intimate? It can be. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, I, 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 hey, look, I'm not trying to put you in a funny position. No, sometimes you're just drunk and you feel like making out. And, you know, there's like a little, a little like beauty there. What if you're drunk and you feel like catching a body? Well, now now we're broken up. Now we just broke up. How did but you I'm just out. break up? I'm out. But, you're not, but you, you can't be broke up, really, because you're in the experimental phase. I'm, look, I'm just I asking. I'm trying, that, I'm, I'm, but I'm saying, like, goodbye, as in... We, if we were together, we definitely are not now. You know why? Because you're not ready to catch your body. Yeah. Oh, so it only so as long. But if y'all are ready to catch your body, and the dude says no, then what kind of position is he in? Well, why would he say no? You see, you see how you just flipped that. That's not even right. <laughs> why would you say no? So why would you say no then? Because I just I like to because go you're on. You're such a lady. You're such I'm a lady. I'm a lady. Oh. I'm a lady. Oh. No, because I like date. I like dates are fun. You know, I feel like that was the best part of dating was going on the dates. Even when they were bad, they were so great because you were just like, this is terrible. But you know, I'm I'm just trying to seriously, Brittany. I'm just trying to get some whole clarification because it sounds like with the way you're talking, you're going to you go on a you. You go on a few dates, you go on a few dates, like by the fourth date, like, like, what if you go to like, like you like a restaurant, right? And you show up with like the third or fourth different girl. Are the restaurant people going to think that you a hoe? And you might, like you said, you're experimenting, but you're experimenting. Oh, you are so right, Ekin, because I've thought about this. I'm like, I remember I used to work at a restaurant and there was a guy that would do that. He would bring a new girl, no lie, every week if not every two weeks. And it, it, he would make it, I don't know, like a date slash like business meeting sometimes, but he would always bring them to our spot and they would look like they were feeling so special and it was the worst. And uh, that was rude. So I wouldn't what? do that to the guy. I wouldn't do what? that to the guy going to the same spot and then everybody's looking at him like he's a big old dummy. But wait a minute. Why is it the worst? I mean, maybe that just a spot that he likes and he's comfortable there. But like you said, he's still experimenting. You, you, you see, Brittany, what I'm starting to notice in this conversation is you seem to have a different set of rules for you and your girls and uh-huh. guys. Right. Exact. A hundred percent. I thought we talked about this, Brittany. This, no. this podcast is fair and balanced. See, here's the thing. Women can women can date around and still be faithful. Men cannot. First, date of, around. All, first of all, <laughs> let me help you out with something. First of all. Dating around and faithful can't even be in the same sentence. Yes, they are. Hear me out. Hear me out. Look, they if they are dating, they can still be faithful and not give it up. Men don't have, do not have this ability. Men cannot date multiple women and not sleep with every single one of them. They will. Y'all will. And it's annoying. Brittany, I take offense to that. Well, you, you, and, the truth. And there, and, and there was a time back in my backsliding days that I resembled that remark. There was a time back in my backsliding days. I resembled that remark, okay. but Verified. I just, I just don't know if I agree with you, Brittany. And I, and I try to agree with you a lot of times, but it feels like to me, you got a different set of rules and I don't even, and like I said, I didn't even mean to be here, but <laughs> now that we're here, this is why I have to drink on, on a, on a hump day. This is exactly why I drink in the middle of the week in the afternoon, you having know. to deal with this. You should have another one because we're just getting started. <laughs> <You know. laughs> now, let, let's get to where I actually wanted to start today, Brittany. And cool. and and I was going to give you a choice between A, B, or C of where I wanted to start today, but yeah. later later for that, we're just going to start with B. Okay. And, and B is I heard a conversation yesterday about taking L's, and the conversation turned to 
who might have taken the biggest L of 2020 so far? Okay. Like, okay, all right. Like, no. like you know the L is, right? When you take a loss. When no, you, no, no, I know, I know. I'm okay. just, okay, yeah. I'm okay. trying to think, who now. would that be? Who would that person be? Oh, you got some people in mind you just like to shout out? Because I, <laughs> I can give you two names that came up in this conversation, and I want to get your thoughts on them. But maybe first I should just let you jump in with who you're thinking might have. Who, who, who's in your thoughts that might have taken the biggest L? Oh, so this year? And are we talking about, like, celebrities? Are we talking about, like, just anyone in entertainment? You got a homegirl right now that's that's been on several dates, and she's pregnant now. Don't know which date got her pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so, like, she's... <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let you... Hey, I'm letting you start with your thought process. I don't want to slant it. I'm just letting you start. I'm gonna, Like I said, I have a couple of names that have been thrown out there. No, you and, have you have to because I don't want to put nobody out there. Wait, I don't know if this is personal. I don't know if this is Brittany. You are the media. You cannot be afraid to say what's on your mind. So if it's if you if you look, I didn't say it had to be somebody personal to you. Oh, it could be a celebrity. It could be where however you want to go. It could even be you. You may look at him and be like, you know what? I've been taking a lot of L's. Uh, first of I didn't all, say it. I'm just saying it could be you. You could look at the mirror and be like, yo. You know what, man? I've been taking some L's. You, you know, I'm just saying. It don't no, got to be you. I have, been, I have been. But you know what? Oh, there's my earring back. I found it. Oh, this is such an unfocused conversation. No, I'm sorry. Literally, I was looking for it. Okay, so I'm trying to think who I would say took an L. Like, I wasn't... Ex okay, I don't really don't... You know how I am when you put me on the spot like this. I can, My brain goes to... There's nothing there. So I'm you, trying to think... You want me to help you? You want me to help you? Yes, give me some names. Okay. Okay, first name I'll give you. Carol Baskin. Oh, my God. No, I wouldn't say no. She did not take an L. No, hell no. Her, of all people, she's got the biggest win of all. She got the freaking cat sanctuary that she caused. She got Joe Zoo. She That's got what I said. Her husband's millions of dollars, and she got to murder him to get it. Do you know how satisfying that must have been? Not only did he leave, did she take his money, but she got to kill him to make that happen. Like, wow, W right there. I mean, biggest W, honestly. So she did not take any L's. I think she's a W. Even though I hate her, Eakin, I do hate her. Why do you hate her? She's a terrible person. She has a little old, little old space for all of those cats. She pretends like she takes care of them. They look like they live in a freaking third world country. And she's got all this money. She gets all this money from Facebook, her YouTube videos. Dude, people donate from the entire parts of the world. Donate to her cause. Because they really think she's doing something. Hey, you can say Eakin's playing devil's advocate here. But hey, that woman is putting in work. She's working her social media. You saw her on that on that Netflix thing. She sat down in front of that computer. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> that woman is working her media. She is working her platforms. And, and let me back you up because I don't have anything to give anybody if they sue us. She allegedly killed her husband. There's no proof of that. Oh. And... I'm with you. I don't think she really took an L because you got to think that woman was walking Nebraska Avenue at some point, they said. And we know that ain't the best area. And now she a millionaire. Dude, and did you see her man is literally obsessed with her? Like, that is the dream. That is the goal. Your man better be obsessed about you. He dresses in cat costumes with her. He acts. He lets her put a leash on him. That's a whole. That's something else they doing, Brittany. That, you know him, her putting a leash on him. That's something else they doing. But. No. You know, but, but I'm saying so it's all W. You see, what I'm saying W's across the board for her. 
Yeah, I couldn't really agree with that conversation either because when I when I when I heard that she got Joe's old zoo that she was getting the zoo, I'm like, how is she taking an L? She ain't she ain't on Netflix special. If you didn't know about Big Cat Rescue, you know about it now because everybody watched the Netflix special. Yeah, like you said. She allegedly murdered, right? The only proof we got of that is that OJ said it. You know, if OJ said something about murder, it must be true. Because <laughs> OJ knows about murder. But he can spot uh, murder for sure. Right. Other than that, you know, to me, like you said, she's got a bunch of W's. I, I didn't necessarily agree with her being in the L category. I, I didn't necessarily but, agree with that. Yeah. I mean, she is. Yeah. So who else? Well, this next name I'm going to throw at you, you might feel a little differently. And, I, and, and this dude, to me, I don't know how people keep saying he's catching L's. Because he's got his his track record for music is is really up here. Ja Rule. <laughs> Yo, Ja Rule. See, oh, my gosh. OK. Well, first, Brittany, before you go any further, let's not forget, Brittany, you partied with Ja Rule. We had a good we not only did we we have Ja Rule for a show. Yes. That was your first experience on stage working the crowd. You were throwing out T-shirts and then. Ja Rule rolled with us in like 20 deep. We just walked to a whole nother party like five blocks, got in the elevator like 20 deep and partied. That was such a fun night. It was, we had such a good time with him. That's why I'm like, I can't, listen, the, uh, for some reason, Ja Rule has carried with him this idea of an L. Like everybody just, not everybody, but I think the common concept about him is that he's like, kind of whack or whatever he's not like Ja Rule that he used to be but well his concert like everybody was vibing to it. everybody was loving it like everybody came out for it you know what I'm saying like he's still got a lot of love but for some reason I think it's also his beef with 50 Cent is always making it worse because he is a troll he's got time for it you know the fire festival was a big L that was a big L now that was a super gigantic L the fire that festival. was like yeah yeah, but but he's still. I feel like. Oh, okay, let, let's let's back up a little bit. Let's talk first about. Let's let's forget Ja Rule, his personal life. Let's forget Ja Rule and the Fifty Cent beat. Let's talk about the Ja Rule catalog, right? <laughs> okay. Ja Rule's okay. catalog, and and I can tell you this for a fact because back when I was working at Def Jam, everybody gives Jay Z all the credit, and the Jay Z, the mystique of Jay Z, how Rockefeller moves, you can. It's undoubtedly, it's it's up here, right? But the real record movers at Def Jam were DMX, three, four million at a time, Ludacris, three, four million at a time, and Ja Rule, three, four million at a time. Jay-Z didn't really move the millions of records type thing until he 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 dropped um the blueprint um, and the hard knock life, the hard knock life record, right? That's uh-huh. when he when he started moving the, the the multiple millions. But he wasn't really moving the records like that. The Ja Rule catalog with Always on time and, and those records like that, put it on me, right? The Ja Rule living it up, those records. Those records to this day are standing up. Yeah. So I, so I don't understand. Other than, okay, so then he loses the battle to 50, right? He loses 50 pretty much this, like, murked his whole career out, right? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. But how do we keep giving Ja Rule these L's, though? Like, okay, as a, as a female, okay, let, let's talk about from a female standpoint. What do, what is what do you guys see that's wrong? Because you got, like you said, Okay, what what grade were you in when those job rule records were really really popping? Oh, I don't maybe middle school or like in okay. middle school, high school, I think. Thank you. So that's a big part of your that's a big part of your coming up. Yes. That's starting to go to school dances. That's starting to really that's you really hearing the radio a lot. That's mm-hmm. you starting to get to go to a few concerts. So yes. jobs like a big part of your a big part of your coming up, right? So For as sure. a female, 
what makes Ja Rule, what makes you feel like Ja is constantly just a walking L as a female? <laughs> because I just feel like he's just, oh, okay, Ja Rule, maybe I think his social media presence is just kind of like, there, there's so many videos of him doing like shows or whatever and there's like no one there or that one video where he's like all right let me hear y'all he puts the microphone out and like no one screams for him well the first thing is that shouldn't he should have it was a uh a 2000 show and they got a 90s artist there in his defense that was the first problem whoever booked that thing i'm <laughs> talking about the basketball thing right that's I the first thing. So. whoever booked that thing needs to have their job re- revoked because it was a two that a show for the 2000s or something like that uh-huh. and the 90s artist even though they should have known ja rule's music that's the first flaw with that right so so that's a whole nother story right i there. appreciate you pointing that out but see i didn't know that and you see videos like this and then 50 keeps calling him out and ja rule so he's like to me in the middle he doesn't have an l necessarily but he still hasn't gotten that w where it's like you know jaws back jaws you know okay so, so he so he needs so he needs a win like coming back is what you're saying that's it because 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 you guys have, you just so you just overlook his catalog you just you don't you don't care about that I'm always gonna vibe to it, but if it, if you're just like thinking Jaw Rule, you just don't you yeah you don't I don't think much more than that. Okay, let let's see what you even know about what happened recently, because this week what happened was, and I sent you over this video. He did a commercial for like a like a, a gyro place or something. Yeah. Right now, everybody's saying he took an L for this because. Ja, ja couldn't remember the name of the place. I don't think he really knew what they were selling. And he just started to go all wild on this commercial, right? So now it's become all these other videos and memes and all this other stuff, right? Yeah. But on the flip side of that, if you are the person with the business, you are getting way more people looking at your business than you ever could have paid for because that video has been shared by so many other sites that get a lot right. of traction and pages that somebody has had to say, where is this place? Because even though Ja messed it up, and I, I don't, I think Ja got a lot of things wrong just in it, just in it. So that was a big thing. So they, but they still somehow or another, it still came out, even with all the stuff that he got wrong, right? Mm-hmm. But the amount of shares, and I bet the amount of eyeballs that has, you know, what they say that have seen this, the impressions, I bet has been way more than they were ever promised having Ja rule on this thing. Of course, but it went like viral for the, for the wrong for the, reasons. I was gonna say for the wrong reasons. Okay, and then <laughs> okay. The other thing that happened was, and it's the most random thing. There's like a party where it looks like 15, 20 people in this place that aren't social distancing. And there's Ja Rule on the mic performing. Yes. Was that recent? Was that a re- I know the video is recent, but was that a recent performance during COVID or before? Just like. Okay. Social distancing L aside. <laughs> part of it was everybody's like. Oh damn, Ja Rule is doing these kind of parties now. And and I and I was one of the first people who booked Ja Rule when he got when he got out a lot, when he got being locked up. And like I said, we got a dope price. The show was dope. He did his thing. And he even had records that he didn't do, and people still had a great time. Like he left about a good five or six hits off, and people still had a great time. Mm-hmm. So I guess when I look at okay, let's let's look at the party, right? Maybe it was a private party. Where somebody was like, I can pay this price and it's just for me and my friends. We think fifteen hundred dollars. That looked like a fifteen hundred dollar performance. Brittany, you did you don't you don't but even if it's fifteen hundred dollars, the ever in, in COVID times, if it happened in COVID times, fifteen hundred dollars to come somewhere for an hour, that's damn good money. No, you're right. Let me tell you something. If I can make fifteen hundred dollars in a few hours, 
I'm gonna do what I have to do. Don't I'm gonna like grab a mic. I'm grabbing a, a microphone. Find me a speaker. Let's do this. But if your job rule, it just doesn't go right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. These videos keep popping up of him doing shit like this, where he's in this like you know performing you know, setting, and it's just, like, not, there's no reaction, there's no, but it's also troll, people who have trolled him, like, 50. So, for me, Ja Rule, I cannot give him an L. I love him, but I know people, people want to give him an L. People always want to give him an L, and until Firefest is resurrected and done right, we might not ever see it. So, 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 but you're not giving Ja Rule an L? No, I won't give it to him. I love Ja Rule. But I just gave you numerous examples where you said that he's taken a lot of L's. He has, but I know, like, I know he has. But I still refuse to say that that equals an L because he, the reason it's equaling an L to people is because they don't know better. Okay. So I ja, know better. So, so Ja Rule also isn't getting your biggest L of 2020. He's not going to get the biggest L, no. A Fire Fest was last year, and the, he definitely he was top three in the running to take that spot. So, Brittany, we're, we're still in the, well, I, that, those were the only two suggestions I had that I heard. <laughs> so, I'm, I still don't know if we solved anything of who's taking the biggest L of 2020. Damn. Okay. Well. I would, I would venture to say that you probably want to say you're president, but he's still the president. And no, he, may he, even get, he may even get reelected, Brittany. Oh, my goodness. Egan, we cannot let this happen. We cannot. We can't let this happen. I didn't vote for him last time. Well, we, we, okay, neither did I, but I'm saying this time around, he cannot do a second term. But he, okay, yeah, he can't take an L because he is the president, but I will say I like handing him the L for that sad Trump walk after the rally. Dude's tie was undone. His MAGA hat was in his hand. Like, he was barely holding on to it. He barely could do a salute. He would not even pretend that he would was having a great time. Like, he was so crushed. It was just magnificent. That was a beautiful L I would like to pass on to him. But in general, in general, damn. You know what's the funniest part about the Trump thing, though, too, is the story that we heard about all the kids who who, who reserved tickets or bought tickets. The TikTokers? That, yeah, that knowing, knowing that they weren't going. Yes. Oh, my God. This was so brilliant. So this is what they were doing. Every two days, they would delete. They would put a post about like, hey, guys, sign up, get registered, don't go. And then like they would delete the post every two days because they didn't want it to get to the mainstream so that we would see and they or the, the campaign and then catch on. They were so brilliant with it. Like insane. So, so good. So much. Goodness this, is, this, right this, there. Is, this is why I said that last week we were talking about this. We have got to make sure that we're listening to the voices of the next generation, because when they want to get a movement going they... They, and it be right on social media and you don't be you be looking all past it. You don't be looking in the right rooms. You don't be clicking on the right things. And they be didn't had a whole buzz going about what's about to pop off. And all of a sudden it's then happened. And everybody's wondering why. Then all of a sudden it'd be like, yeah, we did this. We decided that this is how it was going to go. We, we were we made him think that we were going to come and fill up that arena. But we had no intention of going at all. Like that next generation with that phone man and how they move on social media. I'm saying, man, we got we got to really give them their props. They, they ain't no elves being taken over there. Dude, for real. I'm so here for it. I want to say, let me see who else I want. Look, and here's the thing. I love Doja Cat, but she took one of the a big L this year because she was on the up. She was about to like really, really like kill it 
And then, you know, that stuff appeared with her saying the N-word and just being in some random chat room. But I still don't think, I know she's not racist, but she took an L, and that's unfortunate. Um, I would say that was one of the bigger ones. That L came up, too, and and here's the the rebuttal to the Doja Cat thing. Is she kind of really didn't take an L the way she probably would have taken an L? Because I think when she was getting ready to catch that L, the Ahmad everything happened and mm-hmm. then we, rolled, we rolled into the George Floyd thing. So yeah. the conversation definitely was in a much more, much more important place than, you know, than worrying about give, canceling her and giving yeah. her, you know, giving her an L. So I'm not sure if Doja Cat has really taken an L because the record went number one and, you know, the, the say so record went number one and, and she's still out here. And, and I don't know if she really took an L. I think that in some way definitely hurt her. But yeah, you're right. She's still on top. She's still doing great. And I still love her. I just know she put herself in a weird situation. But I still don't, like I said, she's not racist. The girl is it's not. Anyway, I'm trying to think who else. Yeah, Brittany, you, you, I thought you'd be here. Because, you know, you're, you're full of the chaos and the madness. I thought, you know who's really taking an L, though? I will say this. Who's taking an L? Who? Karen. Karen is taking an L. This Karen is taking. Oh my God! <laughs> Karen is. If nobody else is taking a lot of L's this year, Karen is catching L's left and right. Karen is catching them. And Karen is willingly catching them. Like Karen is trying to catch them. Like this, she like lights up when the camera starts rolling. She loves it. Oh, I don't know she if she loves it though, because now, like the latest one that happened the other day with with the, uh, I want to say. I'm. I hope I'm not assuming. I think the guy was gay. Him and the lady got into like a, a traffic altercation. Yeah, yeah. And I she that. gave him the finger, and she followed him for a second, and supposedly she called him the N word, and then he decided to follow her. She wasn't. She didn't want no camera time. She didn't want no camera time at all. She was traumatized. She was like so afraid of going viral. Right. That's why she was saying. She kept well, saying, "He's gonna put me on the internet." Yeah. I don't. I don't think she's really traumatized though because of what she did. I think they get traumatized when it becomes. Oh shit, my job could be in jeopardy because once this goes That's viral. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, once this goes viral, you know, of course the job has to step up and go, we don't want to be associated with this person. First they put him on administrative leave, and then it's like mm-hmm. after further investigations, yo ass is out of here because we have to distance ourselves from that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that's where the to me the traumatization comes in, and, and now the conversation has shifted in a place that's probably not going to give me a headache, but definitely going to make me think a little harder about what's going on here because she's not really tra- she's not Karen to me isn't traumatized. Tra- Karen to me, what kills me about the Karen thing more than anything else, and we're really shifting here is when she goes later on. I'm not a racist. I didn't mean that person any harm. What the hell did you mean then? What did you mean then? When you call the cops for no reason, like there's one video out now where the guy has on a UPS uniform and has packages and the lady is telling him, I need to know what you're doing here. You don't see all these damn packages. You don't see this UPS jacket because there's been a lot of break-ins in this neighborhood. I don't care if there's a break-in happening right now. You see this uniform I got on. Exactly. I, yeah, let's not even because that's obviously wrong and she's obviously racist and obviously stupid but the karen's no i I didn't mean traumatizes and traumatized for her but that's i meant she was taking some trauma thinking about how she knew she knew she was gonna go viral for being stupid and then she was so scared of what that was gonna do to her but it was like no you brought this energy honey you asked for this you oh you want to you want to speak you want to say things we'll say them into the camera 
So anyway, but yeah, Karen took a big L, but some of them, like I said, aside from her, they all love it. They all love staying there till the cops show up. You know what I'm saying? Like they go through it. So do you pray? Do you pray for me, Brittany, that that never happens to me? Do I pray for you? I pray for all the black men and women that they it never happens to them. No, I meant more. Do you pray for like me that it never happens to me because you know it's probably not gonna go good at all? Oh my god! Are you are you praying more for like please, Karen, don't bother him at all? Just don't. No, you know he is not the one to bother Karen. Just do not. See, you know, I feel like you could really, really reprimand a Karen like in it. Like you would mess with her head. You would read her for filth. You know, she would leave with that in her brain for the rest of her head. Like, did he say that? I don't even know what you would say. You would just say some crazy shit. But I feel like, no, you need to get into contact with a Karen for sure. (laughs) I I feel like they will cut her deep in your words. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if I'm wishing for a confrontation with Karen. I just I don't I don't know. Sometimes I feel like. This could this could be it. Like there's been a couple of times I felt like this 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 might be the moment. And I'm not asking for it because I I really and I don't even know if I'd be that ready with my camera because I'm so like once mm-hmm. I start going I don't I don't know if I'm I probably need to have my get my camera ready. But I'm you know I I just ain't with the, I just ain't with the I don't know no other way to put it I just ain't with the fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? So I just I have a low tolerance for the fuckery. You know what I'm saying? So the minute it starts, you know you know it's it's. You're gonna you're gonna stop it. You're gonna say something, and that's what we need. We need people who are gonna be vocal about it and let them know it's not okay. So yeah, I don't pray that you don't. I pray that you stay safe, but I hope you do get to read, you know, someone like that for filth. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just hope that you know, you know a good question came to me yesterday, and um um I was talking to one of my mentors, and I just posted this on social media too. You know what all the the Black Lives Matter stuff that's going on, and I want you to think about this too because you're 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 in. You know, I know we don't shift the conversation a lot, but I feel like you're, you're in a space too because not only for one, you're in a, you're a minority being Latin, but you're also a female, so you go through a bunch, and you, you know you work in a corporate America space, even though it's entertainment. You're in a space that a lot of things are, you know, they going around you. And I'm sure you've seen like, you know, in even in your, in, your, in your young career of being in radio so far and people that you know, you know, you've seen probably differences in pay. You've seen, you know, how people are treated differently. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the conversation shifted to with all this Black Matter stuff going on, right? What are we really asking for? And I have not been able to stop thinking about that since I had that talk with, with and his name is Frank, Frank Kenny. Like, like, I love this dude, just the conversations that we have, because to me, I feel like I feel like every time I'm talking to Frank that he's picking me up. Like, I, I just feel like that. You know, yeah, he, I love those kind of people. Right. Yes. He, he makes me think more than just like the surface conversation. And, and it's yes. not like talking over my head, but I have to really step back and go, damn, I, I ain't exactly thinking that. And so, like I said, one of the things that he brought up, he was like, OK, with everything that we're talking about for Black Lives Matter. What are we asking for? Right. And then um, I think I I think I sent this over to you right after he was talking to me about it. um, LeBron made a post. Right. LeBron. LeBron James made a post. And um, one of the things that this is a a tweet that LeBron had made. And of course, I go to hit it and it doesn't come up. It it goes. um, Okay, can I can I get how come when you want to find something, you just you can't. You know how it would be. Um, He did a, a post. Was this um his tweet? You're talking 
You got it. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, just read it. Read it. Read it. What he said. LeBron James, to my brothers and sisters in sports and arts, we have incredible influence in our community. We need to use this moment to demand change. I got to be honest. I struggle with what to demand because so damn much needs to change. But I'm starting with our right to vote. Now, you see that right there? Like, even he, with his platform, and LeBron talks to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Even he brought to the forefront that he's not even sure what to ask for. So in your thought process, right? Like I said, you, you've been around this, like you're, you're going to protest, you're, you're helping out how you can, you're using your voice, you're going, you know, you're helping people. And then, like I said, you're going through your own set of, of different struggles, being a female, being Latin, you know, being new to, the, you know, not exactly new to the industry, but you know, you're still fairly new in your career. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think that we are asking direct questions or we just do we do or have have you thought about what exactly we should be asking? Okay. Oh my goodness. There's so much wrapped around this. Okay. For someone who's like me who is completely a hundred percent in and for the Black Lives Matter movement and there is so much that needs to change. Right. But if you're asking what do to be specific about your needs, I don't think so. I think it's clear it's not clear for most people. I would say for people who aren't a hundred percent in on this. Because you know to yeah you're right. They do need to be directed in how you can't just tell someone they need to change or they need to stop being some way. You gotta help them understand or give them plans of action, right? Or, you know, whatever it may be to help them kind of f- find that out, that answer that you need them to come to, you know? So, but I know equality, that's that's been the bit at the forefront of all of this is equality. I know that's a common, you know, well-known about what the Black Lives Matter movement is about. But yeah, in some sense, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to get more specific. Like, what what needs to change? Well, we start with voting, you know, and so you got to teach people. There's so much I could go into that. But yes, you can be more specific. I, I think it's specific enough as far as like, you know, equality and, and that there is like acknowledgement that needs to happen with police, police brutality and just, you know, the the injustices that are so blatant for, you right. know, black lives that aren't that aren't being valued and cared about and treated right. differently. Like when you when you say equality, right? And we talk about equality. And again, I don't expect you to have all the answers here, so don't please don't take it like that. I don't because I don't I don't have it, but it's just really something that's made me go back into my psyche and just try to think a little harder on it, right? When we talk about equality, I guess I'm 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 going to have to I think maybe start talking to more people and and it might be people who are in that I don't normally talk to of, of that, that help make these laws or help or help bring about change, you know, that that help, you know, that understand more about putting these things on the books so that we can submit these things to make actual change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because to me, to me, like you just said, equality is a broad term. But when you start saying, OK, equality, where does that need to be fixed first? And it, like you said, it's, it's a lot that needs to be fixed. So it's a lot to unpack. But I think that we as a collective and I know one of the things, like I said, that I'm getting ready, I'm going to have to start doing because. I literally, like I said, when he said it to me, I don't know if confused is a good way to put it because I, I wasn't, I don't know if I exactly was confused, uh-huh. but I felt that maybe I'm not stepping up enough. I, maybe I'm still not talking to the right people because, you know, you hear things about legislation and, and things like that. That mm-hmm. to me is where the real change seems is going to have to occur when yep. you talk about equality, right? When you talk about these companies, right? Like I, I can name you a good five right now that i know people that are doing business with, or maybe I have been associated with at some point, right? That 
Now it's a cool hashtag. You know, mm-hmm. and, and like I said, there's a couple and you and I have had these conversations in private where I know four or five years ago, they barely even acknowledged Black History Month. And they had at least seven to 10 black people that worked in the organization in the core of the organization. And they didn't even acknowledge they didn't even acknowledge Black History Month, let alone Black Music Month. You understand what I'm saying? Right, right. And now I know for a fact they got a Black Lives Matter committee. They got their everybody. I'm watching from the top to the bottom. People are using the hashtag. But is that just because you want it to be cool or are you right. really doing things to make change? And so when you talk about this equality, that sort of thing, like when you look at a company, right, a, a Fortune 500 company, what does that look like? What does equality look like to you? Like, what does equality look like in your company? Are you are you setting aside things now like, you know, um, where there needs to be a certain amount of people in the conversation, in the interview conversation for starters, for when it's time to go up the ladder or in the hiring process or a certain amount of managers that are on these committees because that's so that we, so that everybody has a representation. You know, I I say this a lot about radio, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of our target audience is you 18 to 34 year old woman. Right. Mm -hmm. But you got a bunch of dudes trying to make all the decisions. Like you look around, you look look around the room. There's not one of you in the room that, that can tell them, what is the favorite shoe of a woman of a woman like yourself? Mm-hmm. The dudes don't even know, but they making all the decisions. And she got to like this music, you know, such and such, because they got these little surveys they doing like that. But you're not even in the room at all. You're not in any right, of the conversation. In the conversation. Not, right. You know, they might bring a couple of, you know, and like I said, I can I can use radio because it's it's it's, it's a field that I've been in and, and, and entrenched in. They may catch a promotions person, a, a young girl, promotions girl walking by the office. Hey, come and listen to some songs for me. That's not really giving them a voice on mm-hmm you know, making things a better direction for the company and giving them a real representation. So, yeah. you know, so when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm talking, when I'm having this conversation and I like, now that I'm into it further with you, I think that, you know, me personally, I have to lead, I try to lead, I'm trying to lead by example now with everything I do. I'm going to have to try to find my way in a room and learn more about how to get some, some real rules changed on the books, because to me, that's what equality is really going to look like, that's you know? Where, yes. Yes. Yeah. That is a big, that's the biggest one. And you know why, like, I see why, like, so much change hasn't happened is because we have never, like, politics isn't fun. It's not easily understandable either. Like, even for someone who likes that shit, sorry, likes it, you know, and gets it, like, there's so many layers to it. So now we're starting to get awakened of, like, this interest of, like, oh, well, we need to be more proactive in educating ourselves about this because, like, if that's where the, the core to all of us, all of this is, we've been working on all the wrong parts or ignoring, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, it's just like, it's like when you have a big, you have a things to do in your day and you put off the most important one just to do all the little running, running your errands. And so that big problem is always there, but you, you get by because, you know, the other errands are kind of making you semi happy and you're okay. You can live off of that. But really, you never get to the root of the problem. Right. Like even, even, and, and this is a, 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 Another part of the conversation, I think we might need to watch how we just throw money at things too. And and this may be an unpopular conversation. In what way? In what? Because I'm watching I'm watching a lot of things, right? Like I'm I'm and especially Instagram, because that's kind of where I where I live at a lot. Such and such has suddenly got a two million dollar initiative dedicated to, you know, helping people of color with their small business or this, that, and the other. But if you're not showing them what to really do with that money to structure their business the right way, you giving you giving somebody 40 grand that don't really know how to run their business in the first place. You just gave them 40 grand. You didn't teach them nothing. It almost goes back to the thing of of, of you know, uh, you can either teach a man to fish 
mm-hmm. you can feed him. You can feed him one day. You teach him how to fish. He eats forever. Right. Right. So, so when you got you, you, you got a company that says, OK, now we're dedicating five million dollars to these organizations. Right. And a lot of times and I've seen this, too, when you got these organizations that are out front because they move around that space a lot or they know the right people. So they're in the money. But does that really trickle back down to helping the normal black community? And to me, that to me is ultimately what we should be trying to do, you know, to, to help another rich organization. I ain't really I ain't really a fan of that. I, I, I would say help them with your resources so that they can keep helping the people behind them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But to me, what I'm watching is I'm watching this right now. So it's a lot of hashtag use. It's a lot of black lives matter to us. Everybody got the same corporate statement from from their PR team of like we support. We don't we don't. um. Yep. You know, we we don't condone this behavior, you know, this and that and the other. But Black Lives Matter didn't just start. You understand what I'm saying? Like it mm-hmm. didn't it, it didn't just it didn't just start with with George Floyd. No, absolutely. It didn't not. just start with Armand Avery, right? It didn't just start there. So these people to me and these companies are still playing catch up. And again, I'm not trying to say that if they are truly in it with us, that it's not a good thing. Right, right. But Again, I just to me, it just seems like the same pattern, because all we got to do is have one big thing happen and this will get on the back burner. Oh, my gosh. That's what I'm so worried about with sports coming back. Like even um, George Floyd's brother was like talking about basketball or football. He was like, you know, I just don't think it's smart like that. That'd be the worst thing you could do right now is because you would take all the attention of all this progress and what's going on, what needs to be looked at right now. And that's what and he's right, dude. You're right. The one big thing is just going to swoop everybody the other look the other way and then again these problems never get fixed but i will say look i'm optimistic it's still going on i mean this is how many months now of this of this happening like the protests still going on the statues being taken down like we're getting progress but what you said about the the companies who are giving money to these you know black businesses um you're so right about teaching them what to do with it like I don't even think that's something that they thought about or maybe even like not because they didn't care, but they just probably didn't think about that. They're just thinking we need to throw money at it because that's the easiest thing to do. So that's a great idea that I hope a company picks up and wants and starts that initiative. You know, like that would be a great trend for companies to follow. Yeah, because I think I think and and I'm a, I will I will stand up on the highest the highest point and say this black people. We creative and we used to being creative without having nothing like we used to having to rock out because a lot of like you look at you. Hip hop is the most perfect example. When hip hop started, it was built out of nothing. You know, we didn't have anything. It was like something that was that we had a love for uh-huh. and on the blocks in the Bronx and, 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 and on these on these, you know, they was having these parties and they became organized. And then this music comes out of it and, and it's taking these beats and it's making, you know, it's making this music out of out of other people's music with samples. And then it becomes this thing that starts to bleed all over the world. Right now, it's become what it is. So we're used to rocking with nothing and making it into something. Mm-hmm. I think what goes wrong a lot of times with black people, though, is. When we get these resources right, we're not taught a lot of times for whatever the reason. It's not always the person's fault who gives us the resources. A lot of times to me, and I'm the, I'm the first one to say this, too. It's our own kind, because some, sometimes you got to look like to me. I've always tried to be this person that if I if I'm in the door and I see somebody that's dope, you don't bother me coming in the door. You know, right. like like one of the dudes that I'm super, super proud of to this day is the dude. I call him my little brother, Dave Melhado. Like Dave, to me, when I met him, was one of the sharpest young cats ever. 
You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I met him. I was already at radio. He was he was going to USF. And I told him straight up, I said, bro, you just need to get in the room. That's 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 you just you just can't get in the room. So when I go in the room from here on out, you going in the room with me. And that's yeah. all I ever did. I, I never worried about how he could function in a room. I never worried about whether he could handle the pressure of being in a room. From the day I met Dave and talking to him, he was younger than me, but I thought that he belonged. I thought he belonged in a room. He had dope ideas. He just couldn't get in the room or right. get, in the, get in the room the way I could. You understand what I'm saying? And I, I was like, yo, you need to be in the room. And so I think that when you bring people, when you bring people like that in a room, you also got to show them too, though how these things are working. You understand what I'm saying? Because the room can become overwhelming and they have these ideas. And so what you do with their ideas is you say, okay, and not even about STEM, it's like, yo, that's a dope idea. Let, let's use some of our resources to show you how to make that idea function. Yeah. Let's show you how to make that idea pop off. And I think some a lot of times to me, that's a step that we're missing. And that's the step I don't want to get lost in this, this whatever we're trying to accomplish with Black Lives Matter. And, 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 I, and I'm man enough to say, I'm not sure right now. You know, like mm-hmm. like once I had that conversation with Frank, I'm not sure, Brittany. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm asking you. Like, you know, you know, like I know something needs to be done, but we mm-hmm. just, you know, we're screaming, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. We got we got the hashtag, we want equality. But what does all of that look like other than the fact that we don't want to keep getting mistreated by cops. We don't yeah. want to see another black man get killed. But what does that look like in the big picture? What does that look like economically? What does that look like for the next set of, of things that, you know, us being able to pass things on to our kids and their kids, generational wealth? What does that look like? Like, how do we get to that? Because that's going to give us true equality. Right. And uh, I mean, if you're thinking about it, like everyone, everyone needs a job you know that's part of what living is and it's seeing more black and brown people in every job type you know in um management positions you know at leadership roles like more of those opportunities need to be given and i'm not saying because of them being black or brown but i think it's just like there's definitely an inequality of like getting the same chance at the same opportunity you know, based on race. So how do we break that? Well, I think, again, we need to have more conversations about race and it, it existing and we need to be talk about it openly and, and point it out. And, you know, we just got to keep kind of flowing with wherever it takes us, but we can't ever stop. That's the thing. We can't stop talking about it. We can't stop fighting for it. Um, but the workplace to me is one of the biggest spots that we can do that. Aside from voting, it's like it would solve people under like, just being around someone of a different culture every day, you learn, you know, some things about their culture. If you have that in more places, like the fear goes down because now you know the now you know the person. Now you know something about that culture. And I think that that's the problem is that there's a lack of culture in work and in, in a lot of workplaces and in a lot of roles that are leadership roles or at the top. So, yeah. We need to see more black and brown people because it's not like they're not as capable. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't tell me that there's just not enough capable black and brown people to hold those types of positions. Absolutely not. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, hopefully we can get there. I mean, I'm just I'm just I think that that's one of the things like when I when I leave today, when I leave today, today's recording, that's one of the things like that I'm talking to my team about is what does that look like with with us stepping up and and, you know, 
leading the way to make real change. You know, because like I said, real change, we can we can scream, you know, like I see it all the time. I see the word, I see the hashtag Black Lives Matter. And I'm starting to, you know, I'm seeing everybody use it because it's the cool thing to do. It's it's on t-shirts now, you know. I'm seeing people, you know, they blacking out their Instagram. And I'm like a, looking at people like, you didn't have the same energy six months ago. You know, when you when you could have you could have led the way. You didn't you didn't need a you didn't need another black man to get killed on camera for that energy. You know, so so what what does it look like? And maybe sometimes I gotta you know, I got to walk out there and, and say, OK, this is what it looks like to me and start asking that question. You know, like, yeah. what is it? What does it look like to you? What does it look like to you? And I, I tell you this, one of the one of the, the groups that I'm definitely talking to is that is that next generation, because I think, oh, man, I just I get so much energy talking to them. I get so much energy creating with them and, and some of the conversations I've had with them, not like you. Like you're a little bit younger than me, but not you, because <laughs> talking to you sometimes the conversation is goes- what a blessing. I know. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know if blessing was the word I was looking for. Well, B, I found it's a, it's it a, for you. It, it's I a found B, it it's for a, you. It, it's a B word, but blessing ain't the word. <laughs> <laughs> ain't the I'll take that one too. I yeah. like that one too. Yeah, you would, you know, you would. Brittany, the boss in front of it. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Brittany, before we get out of here, would you like to play an episode of uh, Brittany Knows? Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. I haven't, I haven't, we haven't played this game in a while. I, and, um, because honestly, I don't. Sometimes, sometimes with you not knowing anything, Brittany knows kind of goes all over the place. Brittany knows a little bit. <laughs> Brittany um, knows. Sometimes. Okay, Brittany. Um, one of your favorite topics. Uh, you want to do sports today? Oh my god! You Why do you me? always go? Oh my god! When I when I go, do you want to talk sports? Sports. All right. I'll, okay. This. Yes. Let's talk sports. You know. I hope we're talking about my man. Uh. Tom. Tom. Well, you know what we can. You know what you know what we can go right there. We can start with Tom Brady. We can start with Tom Brady. Hey. Because because as you like to call it, the Rona is running rampant in Florida. Yes, the Rona is. is running rampant in Florida. The Rona's real. Okay. Real. And it's been put out there that a couple of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and some coaches have tested positive for the Rona. Tom. Did my Tom get? No, you're. No. Oh. First of all, first of all, let's back up. Your Tom is that what you is that what you call him now? Your yes, Tom. My Tom on my favorite team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh my God! Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Say that again so that everybody can hear it. Uh, Tom Brady is. Wait, my, no, wait, no. Your Tom. My Tom. My little Tom Brady on my favorite team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, oh wow. Yes, him. What about him? He's safe, right? He's good. Have you have you ordered your jersey yet? You know what, Ekin? I'm still waiting on this check that's been like delayed. I don't it got sent back or something. I don't know. So yes, it's on the way. It'll it will be. Okay, by the time season starts, you'll have your jersey. Uh, probably. Is your is your is your jersey gonna say Gonzalez Brady? <laughs> like like a hyphenated name, Gonzalez Brady. <gasps> oh my god, can I do that? You can do whatever you want, Brady. That's your money. You can do whatever you want to your jersey. Yeah. You can get the number 12 and put Gonzalez Brady on it like you married to the man. Oh, I'm here. Okay. All right. Let's do I, it. I mean, what'd you say I'm going to do? What's she going to do? Well, I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> you see? Okay. So, 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 okay. So we got a couple of Buccaneers and a couple of coaches, a few coaches that have tested positive for the Rona. But Tom Brady... Even after it's recommended by the uh, the uh, Players Association or somebody higher up in the NFL that players not be having their own practices together 
Tom Brady and a few of the Bucks, they out here to high school getting a practice on. So I'm asking you, Brittany, is that good that Tom Brady is still trying to get, you know, he's still trying to get that connection with his teammates and, you know, because Tom is a perfectionist. And I, I'm not, first of all, I ain't mad at that. But being that the Rona is out here, would you, if you could talk to Tom Brady right now, would you want Tom to keep practicing or would you want Tom to settle it down? And, and he's out there with him. It's Gronk. It's a bunch of other players. And Gronk. Oh, my God. I love seeing the pictures of them, you know, when they spot them t- playing out there on that little field. And they're just like in their little sports gear stuff. And they're like running around. It's so cute. I love a Tom Brady spotting. So, no, he cannot stay inside. He needs to be outside near cameras. Yes. And Gronk. All of them. I'm not sure if you actually gave me an answer, so I'm going to just keep looking away. Are you, are you, wait, what are you? That's what I was saying to Tom. Tom, keep practicing. Keep it safe out there. Keep your distance and smile for the camera. So you're okay with, with, so you're okay in, in, in Florida with all the Rona going on. You okay with us risking Tom out there practicing? I feel like Tom has a spirit of he just can't stay inside. Like, he's not going to do that. The man was working out at a freaking – where was he in Tampa at the part when he almost – he got kicked out? And you, like, know what I, you know what I thought you was about to say? You feel like Tom has the spirit that he can't get the Rona. Like, I really <laughs> thought you were about to say that. I really thought you were about to be like, Tom can't get the Rona. Dude, that would be, like, really messed up. No, <laughs> no. Um, I just I, – I don't think he can do it, and I honestly, selfishly don't want it. But if you need me to tell him, I will. But you're so so if you could if you could talk to Tom right now, Tom Gronk and the few players that are out there, what would you say? I would say what I would say. Wait your, a minute. First of all, wait. First of all, when I ask you to give me advice, you don't do all these faces that you're making right now. Like I just get I just get boy, this is what you need to do. <laughs> With Tom, I, I ask you to give Tom and the Gronk a message, and it's like you got to get in a whole character. Well, I already said, I already told them they need to just, they need to be safe. I, you know, get tested before practice every time. And, um, you know, yeah, I think it's okay. I'm, I'm going to say it's okay on this one. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. So, so are you, so out of the Florida teams, you're you rooting for the Bucks first, the Dolphins first, or the Jacksonville Jaguars first? Ooh, this is a tough one because my dad is the biggest Dolphins fan, and I've always been a Dolphins fan. Um, those are both, yeah, they're both football. Okay. Um, wow, I think I started with, I led with that, Brittany. Oh, I, you did? I led, with the, I led with which football team are you going to root for in Florida? I led with that. Oh, it's so confusing. There's so many teams. There's so many sports. Um. Okay, I honestly, I have to. I, right now, I'm a, I'm a Buccaneers fan. I really am. I just, yeah. Was that the question? Brittany, you almost got me sold on the fact that you're gonna really be a Buccaneers fan I this season. Where I'm getting a jersey? You coming I'm to some getting, games? Yes. Brittany, you you take it real offense to me. I'm just asking the questions. Oh, I'm just here okay. to direct this episode <laughs> of Brittany knows. That's I'll all I'm doing. To the, when's the first one? I don't know because you don't know if they're going to let fans in yet, you know, because, you know, we're dealing with we're still dealing with the Rona. Well, that's unfortunate. Well, but I'm sure that the NFL is going to make sure they can get some fans in before this season is out. And I'll I'll look forward to it again. I don't hope so, but I do want to see him like I, I like the pictures. I like the pictures. So you don't hope that we have a football season? 
No, Egan, it's not good. It's not what we need right now. When does football start? Brittany, I, I like late well, August. I meant, I meant like usually, like is that when, uh, when August? Yeah, like the, yeah, like the oh, September. So it's, it was yeah, we got time. Yeah, we got time. Like we got time. It's not like September, October, we really start getting into football. I think I'm right. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't have the schedule in front of me. I mean, right now they're starting camps. Right now they would be starting like camps and stuff like that. They would be doing practices and stuff like that, but not full blown. Like, but you know, really we be going like September, October. We really be going. So you still got time? Yeah, we got time for the the vaccine to hit. You know, Dr. Fauci said that it's this year or by next year. My doctor. You always disrespect my doctor like that. I, did, I didn't disrespect Dr. Fauci. Brittany, I'm just, Brittany, you, I'm starting to hear some real questionable things about Dr. Fauci. You, you're from who? From Trump? Yeah, you would. No. I, now, the fact that I got two stimulus checks, that's a whole nother story. I'm not going to get into that. <gasps> I can't stand you. You got another one? You did get a second one. Brittany, I own companies. Sorry. You know, I'm, out, I'm out here doing business the American way. <laughs> I guess, I'm, I guess, Egan, take your free money, whatever. Okay, anyway, well, let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about Dr. Fauci. I'm hearing that he's out, that really all of the things that Dr. Fauci is really telling us are good things are things that he has some sort of a financial interest in. Or like some what? Kind of in. Brittany, I don't know. I'm, look, I'm asking you these things. I Look, I don't, okay. I don't do the Dr. Fauci research because I feel like this. I feel like almost all those people who get on TV, they're just getting paid to give an opinion like me. I feel like if they, if they put me and you on Skype, you on one side, me on the other side, and the producer's in our ear going, this is your opinion and this is your opinion, that's what we do. That's how I'm starting to feel about all these people on the news. Think about it. Think about it like this. We're not even really getting news anymore. We're getting like Denzel said a while back. We're getting opinions. Because think about it. As soon as they tell a story, as soon as they tell a story, what happens next? Well, here's here's right now. We got such and such from uh, such and such who works with such and such. And, 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 and here's his thoughts. And then the person just gets on there and starts giving their opinion. That's all they're doing. It's barbershop talk on your cable channel. This is a doctor. Did you forget the doctor in front of his name? OK. Hey, let me Doc- tell you something. Doc- Dr. Seuss is a, is a doctor. Dr. <laughs> Dre is a doctor. You need me to name you a couple of more doctors out there? Dr. Okay. Dre is a Dr. Dre is also a doctor. All I know is my Dr. Fauci is saying that we need to still understand the Rona's real. You can still get it. You should wear your mask. And all of those things sound safe to me. What does he have money invested in face masks? Well, I, I, would, I will say this. I don't think that any of that is bad stuff that he's saying. But all this other vaccine talk, which you didn't get into I heard he's got like interest in some of that stuff that's going on. That's what I'm hearing. I don't look, I don't, I'm not a person. Like I said, I need to look this up. Of course you do, but you don't choose to. You know why? Because Dr. Fauci is your first real older man crush. And that's <laughs> all you caught in. You're not, you're not, homo, you're, you're, not yeah. you're not really caught in getting any real information on Dr. Fauci because you are so enamored by the fact of how he looks in his glasses and the fact that he could pick out really good wine when you guys went somewhere, stuff you would know nothing about. <laughs> That's all you thought in it. No. First of all, you know how why I know I love him? I knew I loved him when Trump took him off TV because he took him off TV because he knew that people were loving him and people were going to listen to him. And he knew the power that he had. And he took Dr. Fauci away from me. And he's still fighting the good fight, not going with what Trump says just because Trump said it. So leave my Dr. Fauci alone. If he has to make a couple coins, he's going to make a couple coins. So is Dr. Fauci more on the top of your list than Cuomo or is Cuomo top? Who's top? 
Oh, that okay, Cuomo. Cuomo, I just love Cuomo. He's so he's he gets crap done. You know, he cares about the Black Lives Matter movement, and I feel like that's just such a big thing. Like that is, you know, if you if we're doing anything right now, we're listening to anyone. You gotta start with the people who start with the Black Lives Matter do matter. You know what I'm saying? Because if if you can't even agree on that, then I don't need you leading anybody. I don't need you in positions of power. You know what I mean? I'm glad you fixed that because I thought that you were simply in love with these older guys because you suddenly had like a 2020 older guy infatuation. No. I'm glad you led with I'm glad you led with something that seemed like it mattered other than the fact of I just really I just really just like how he speaks and then you flipped your hair. I'm glad that you really gave me something of some substance right there. That's I was where start, I was starting to lose a little faith in you, Brittany. Eakin, I really was. Eakin, I love a man that cares about the world. That is the sexiest thing. That aside from that, you don't think I care about the world, and you barely like me. <laughs> you do care about the world. It's a very sexy trait, and when a man is confident in it and is passionate about something and cares and wants to make a good impact in the world, that's hot. That's sexy. He can get it. Is that, is that what? I, is, is that Brittany? Tell me something, because you know, some, I, I ask you for female advice. Is that what I'm? Is that I need to show the world more that I care about the world? Thank you. Yes, you do. I need to see that more from men because it can't just be us all day. Okay. Okay. I'm about to get my my social media posted. He's going to do volunteer work at a soup kitchen. Hey, Hey. never. (laughs) They're going to be like, Ekin, what made you want to change? And you suddenly just, you deep in the community. Brittany, hey, Brittany told me this how you get the ass. No, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. He's trying to get I, deep in the community. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Brittany, stop it. I'm, look, you, you mess you Look, Brittany. 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 I really want to do good. You should. Everybody I wanna, should. And I want it to feel good while I'm doing good. Too much. Too much. Too much. <laughs> That's not a good campaign speech. You can say, what's your campaign slogan for the rest of 2020? <laughs> I want to do good. But while I'm doing good, I also want it to feel good. <laughs> that would <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> that would be everybody. <laughs> Stop. Hey. Stop clapping, Brittany. Just probably be like, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> hey, who's his, who's his campaign manager? <laughs> oh my god, yes. You need to put that on a shirt. I need your face. Hold on, on. hold on, hold on, Brittany. Hold on, Brittany. Not only do I plan to do good in the community, I want to feel good in that same community. That feels a little better. I'm not gonna lie, but still, I know what you mean by it. So it's not right, Egan. It's, it's still a question. It's a questionable slogan. It's very questionable. <laughs> it's like what? Why did he say he wants to feel good? I don't. I don't really know what that means. Obviously, Brittany, I gotta get my. I gotta have a talk with my campaign manager. Obviously. No, I think you got. Just run with this one. Just run with this one. <laughs> I, will, I will stay on the news, right? I'll constantly be trending. Be like, he's trending again. He got the he got the dumbest campaign slogans. Girl, he, girl, you gotta come come on. Ekin's on TV. He came up with another one, girl. He came up with another one. Yes, yes. Oh, that would be so okay. great. 
All right, Brittany. Um, um, you've 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 given me a lot this week to work with. We we I don't think we got to the bottom of who's taking the biggest L though. I'm not no. sure we got to the bottom of that. I'm, I'm gonna come back with that one. You're gonna come back with that one. So we're gonna, we're gonna, to. we're gonna yeah. leave that one open because we haven't figured it out yet. Yes, we need to find out. We need to name this person. Because Doja Cat's not Doja Cat might be top ten, but I don't think she's even in the top five biggest L's. Um, <laughs> oh my, oh my lord. Um, <laughs> um, we established that Carol Baskin. Not even really an L there at all. No, that bitch got all the W's. I'm so mad. Yeah. I'm hating. I'm hating. But we are both in agreement that Ja Rule may be somewhere in that heavy L category. Are we in agreement? Well, you don't want to give Ja Rule an L. Yeah, but you're right. You're right. Al, who we talked about today, that would be a yes. Ja Rule's in the top five, though. Will we, 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 we agree on that? Top five. Absolutely. But we but we also agree that we're rooting for Ja Rule. Because I, I said, I, I've had... Like like the times I've hung with Ja and and going to his shows, his show he gives you your money's worth. Oh yes. You know what I'm saying he's a real dude. Like we like I said we've hung out with him, drank with him. You know what I'm saying like like, and you know it's just it's just been like cool. And and to be honest, like Ja Rule has accomplished a lot in his career. He has. Ja Rule, he's don't don't sleep on him. Don't sleep on him. So we have to we have to we have to come back and and we'll come to that. Yeah. Um, okay. So we got that. Um. I think we had a very good talk about what the ultimate plan should be for what we're actually asking for when it comes to Black Lives Matter. Yeah. I think that, I think that's one that we I don't think that I think that I'm going to put this on you and me together. We can't let that conversation die. Yeah, we won't. And we will not. And we will not. OK, we can't let that conversation die. because I think that, you know, like like you like you said, soon we were talking about this. Just saying equality, it's too broad. We got to get some specifics yeah. on, on what we're trying to get out here because to me, that's the only way it's going to become a real win going into 2021. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay. And we talked about your love for Dr. Fauci again. My Dr. Fauci. Oh, he's so cute. I miss I mean, him. Why do, you, why do you have to put your glasses on every time his name comes up? Because it's just like my little like reminder that... What is your reminder? That, you know... I just got, I just try to cover my eyes. I am so lost here. Don't worry about it. Okay, can, can, you know what? I, I know we're about to go, but before I get out of here, I have just one more thing I want to ask you, and this what? could this could be quick before I get out of here. Okay. I'll give you a minute to think of this. I'm gonna throw something at you, okay. and you have to you have to come back. Okay. Name a better trio than Kim, Courtney, and Chloe. A better trio? Ooh, 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 ooh. Three, three. Trio is three. Three, three. I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help ooh, you. Ooh, start, start. Peanut, butter, and jelly. Better than them three. Them three. Them three winches. Uh, Quavo, Hunch, Quavo, Offset, and Takeoff. Migos. That's a better trio. Easily. Yes, yes. I love Migos. Easily. LeBron, D Wade, Chris Bosch, Miami Heat. Definitely a better trio. Yes, yes. Jordan, Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, Chicago Bulls definitely was a better trio. It sounds like it. That's yeah. You know, Brittany, you ain't came up with nothing yet. Oh, okay. So a better trio. Oh, oh, uh, chips and salsa and the queso and guacamole. Brittany, that's like four things. That wasn't even. Oh, no, the, the triple dipper. The triple dipper. <laughs> Brittany, <I'm not laughs> I don't even know why I even asked you that. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm out of here, man. I don't, even, I don't even know why I asked you that, man. Queso, guac, and salsa. That's it. That, 
See, a better trio. I, I didn't know. That's a pretty top. I, I saw that meme today. I was like, oh, name a better trio. This ain't hard. <laughs> and I don't even and I don't even dislike the Kardashians, man. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me let me stop. And I don't I don't leave the Kardashians alone. Yeah, uh, okay. Because that's a whole other conversation. But <laughs> we're not gonna do we're not gonna do any Kardashian reality star bashing today. We're not doing that. We're we're looking to take the world on a on an upward upward move. That's that's where we're going. Oh, All right. Shouts out to Radio Influence as always. And don't forget, um, wherever you get your podcast fixed, that would be Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio. That would be uh, uh, where where else? Where else? Google Play, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Uh, Like, subscribe, download, make a comment, rate us, do all that good stuff. And on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and and, and, and like the page, too, at DJ Eakin TV. And um, yeah, I think I got all the good stuff in. Brittany, where can they find you on social media? You can find me and holla at me at Brunch with Brittany. And don't holler at me in that way. I just mean say hello. And don't say hello, beautiful. Brittany, what? I, still I still don't understand your dislike for Hey Beautiful. But you can you can think about it. And and maybe that's a discussion we need to have, too. Like, why do you... you because Ever since Remington's been on the show, I've been thinking about that. Why do you have such a distaste for... That's a compliment. I will tell you next show. I'll break it down for you. I'll have pictures. Oh wow! No, like 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 drawings. I mean, like like stick figures. Don't think I'm gonna do more than that. I'm I'm working with her, folks. I promise you, I am. I'm working with her. I'm working with her. <laughs> but my entire family, man, it's DJ Eakin across every platform except for DJ Eakin TV, which again, like, uh, subscribe, all that good stuff, and comment on the videos. All right, Brittany, Brittany's there a lot. Okay, on YouTube. Um, yes. That's it for the DJ Eakin podcast, man. As always, it's been a good time. And uh, Brittany, I do somehow, I do somehow, still have a lot of love for you. What do you mean? Yeah, you better have love for me. Ekin, get off my line. I love you too. Some love. Some? Don't even. Don't even. I was, trying to, out, I was trying to get out of here without saying anything else, but you weren't going to stop. So <laughs> I love you, Brick. I love you too, Ekin. Bye. Bye. This is a Live Bold and Boss Up Quick Fix on Radio Influence. It dawned on us that we're giving you all this advice and you don't know our background. That's not fair. Let's take a minute and uh, and talk about why we're talking about marketing yourself, resumes, interviews, all that fun stuff. What's our background? But we have a surprise twist Steph wrote about Ash and Ash wrote about Steph and we're going to we haven't read what each other wrote about each other and we're going to we're going to just go for it and see this will be so much fun to see <laughs> what each other wrote. Yeah, so we have no idea, you know, what each other said about each other. Live Bold and Boss Up with Stephanie Marchese and Ashley Jiraki can be found on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcast, the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. 